it's one of the things that makes me look forward to getting old <laughs> is having a pill dispenser thing that reminds you every day of the week those sorts of things because yeah. well, I, I, to be honest I struggle remembering what day we're on already so maybe this is just one of the ways to help that's it this is where you're going yeah. but in a way this does not help but rather adds to the confusion because I did I did get a bargain you've got price. one left in there yeah that's for the bedtime oh right okay I did get a bargain price on it but it's got two Sundays in it look <laughs> <laughs> so he has, yeah. So that is quite confusing. But the, you haven't got like eight days in the week. That just replaces Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. Can you can you write on that? Can you get rid of that and write on it? I maybe. Have to try and scratch the bin. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, it is ridiculous. So there's probably somebody who's got on the two Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing: is yeah, as long as you kind of like you know, sound of mind, you should be all right to. Get a good understanding of what's going on. Did one get stuck in your your, yes. your throat there? Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the things where I don't need one, but I always see him in chemists and in the the pharmacy style in yeah. the supermarket and go, I'd love to have a need for one of those. Well, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> to an extent, Rob, yeah. because yours is like uh, well, it's like a sweet shop, isn't it? Yeah, that's your Haribo factory right there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and actually. They're, they're brightly coloured as well. If a child saw, if a child saw that, no issues. Get it down here. Me gran had some pills. She had all sorts up with her, and one of them, distal jizik, I think it was called. Distal jizik. Jizik. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, you go through the uh, side effects, and it says on there, death is one of them. <laughs> and I, I was just wondering at what point you go. Yeah, probably. Uh, not take these just in case the death bit happens but talking about things that frighten you and uh, i used to have this horrible fear of flying now i just have a fear of flying okay uh, right. the horrible bit's gone it's got scaled down yeah so i still have a fear of flying however we have got uh, have you ever booked a holiday through virgin holidays i think i have yeah i think i went to america myself um some years ago i think i went to um Flew to Boston, went to Cape Cod, and then up to Maine, and I think that was with Virgin. Well, this is what they do: is while you sat there, they go, "Here is now you've booked your holiday because, uh, as you said, we're going to uh, America. Here is an app. Now there you go. You tap it. Now I just want you to see this. One, we wanted to go when it wasn't a busy season. Oh. One, when it was not hot enough. Not, not hot, I mean. Not too hot. Not too hot, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> not one where there wasn't, like, death by hurricane. We weren't interested yeah, in that. Yeah. And the other factor was Star Wars land opening, Galaxy's Edge, right, okay? And this should be the latest in the calendar that, that allows that to happen and hit all of those other things. Right. But the point of this is, look, if I, if I swipe up, it tells you how many days you've got. tells you, what's this? It tells you that I can go into the Manchester V-Room... Which sounds a bit like a lap dance club, it does, it? yeah. Which well, that's what I'm hoping for, right? Unlikely. Yeah, it's unlikely in a, an airport, mind you. Worst happen, worst happen, right? Then there's my flight to Orlando. Then a car, right? A Nissan Rogue or similar. Yeah. Sounds a bit Star Warsy already, doesn't it? it? Does, doesn't Gets it, you in yeah. spirit, doesn't yeah, it? That's yeah. all it is. Then oh, Bay. yeah. Then Universal, Disney, all the tickets. Uh, then back. Right? No V room. 
Uh, well, I'm, I don't think you need to whilst you're in Florida. Anyway, the point is, isn't that exciting? That is good. Probably going to be on a different phone by that time, aren't you? I hope so. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I might have to keep this just to use just the Wi-Fi. It, yeah. oh, that's a good point. Thanks for reminding me of that. Anyway, so the, but I think that if you approach your fears head on, like yeah. you understand what the goal is at the end. Like now I don't have a fear of flying because I know what the goodness is at the other end of that flight. Brilliant. So that's how you manage to dial it down? It? Absolutely. That's how everybody should do it, is to go, what is... The consequence of me flying is that I get an amazing fucking holiday. Yeah. Right? Oh, great, then I'll fly. That's how I'm doing it. Well, there's a line in a song by Ellen Foley um, that uh, Mick Jones and Joe Strummer wrote with her, which is, uh, she says, I have no fear of flying, it's only fear of dying. Well, yeah, that's, that's really it. What it is, it's, it's, it's the not, crashing it's into not, a mountain that yeah, you're bothered that, by, isn't it? it? The flying, yeah. not problem. Now, I did do a lot of flights to uh, Northern Ireland oh, uh, yeah. last year. And that did help. You know, that's one of those things that goes, ah, oh, right, okay, you get a bit of practice in. But flying's not one of those things you can get practice in, is it? Unless you're a, like a pilot yeah. and you shouldn't be fear flying. And it's if... probably only 45 minutes, isn't it? To, you that's right. Know, to... So you do it in spurts, fits yeah. and spurts. You can have a long spurt here, though. Yeah, but there's movies online, isn't there? On, yeah. on the, the Vera, as they call it. See, I'm, I've got lingo. The they, they call it the Vera. They're like It's like Virgin's... Uh, sort of uh, multimedia thing, so you can watch oh, TV series. And I, that sounds like I'm doing an advert for Virginum, which I am because I'm astonished about how well this this whole thing works. It's beautiful. I'm not used to these big old holidays. The, well, the point what I was going to say was there though that uh, what you're watching your Vera, you can watch this thing, and no, it's gone now. It's right. gone. The point. But you're not frightened of flying anymore. Well, because, because of what I'm going to get at the other end of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, so that doesn't link to today's episode, although the fear of death, I guess. Uh, and it's travelling. And there's a travelling, bit of travelling. And, ah, yeah, and also a little bit of, if you don't mind me saying, body ball right at the end there. Absolutely. Right? I, it, I, did you I, write it down I as well? It, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 So, without any further ado, we've had as. Uh, in fact, do you want to add anything today? Uh, no, only the music. Okay, let's do it. I just did one of those, all right, soldier, that was good, that was good, that, right, we're in. Okay, so, um, this is called Completely Foolproof. Yeah. Uh, what are we, what's, uh, the title, let's talk about the title first. Right, well, I What's think, going on there, then? I think, didn't we say last week about this, that it's extremely unlikely that it is completely foolproof? Yeah, it was like, the what do they call it, the, the kiss of death, wasn't it? It was like, yeah. it was like a commentator in a sporting event say they'll not lose now. And uh, yet they do, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I do. I do that with uh, with my wife actually, uh, because she. I don't believe that if you say something, you might cause it to happen. I don't believe that yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah. Not just through saying things. No. So I'll say things to her like, "Well, when we come into your house, I'll, I'll say to her, well, 
we're never going to crash now. We're bound to crash. <laughs> and she'll say, don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> That's good. I do the thing where you kind of, like, I'll do it now. Here's my car keys, right? Sound of the car keys, right? Oh. And I'll just go, I'll just leave those there and then walk away. Because then, like, if my life was like Ferris Bueller, the camera would then stay on that scene, right. on just on the keys, yeah. for just two or three seconds, and then they would come into play later on. Right. So that's what I do. I'll just leave those there and <laughs> walk off. And then you've got to say, does that in, will that have any bearing no, on what happens can't. next? It, of course it won't. It would be a terrible world, wouldn't it, if, like, if you said something, Movies. it just became true. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't paint any nudes. What's going to happen? We know. Nudes are going to be painted. In fact, we, what we haven't tried... Please make nudes. No, we don't want any nudes yeah. in this room whilst we're recording this podcast. Absolutely. I'll just leave those keys there. <laughs> right, completely foolproof. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we get the idea of uh, the fact that now we've, there's a plan. There's a plan of attacking action. It's going to be a plan. A plan, yeah. Okay, so. It opens in New York and it's the late 30s. We know that because it says so. But also... <laughs> yeah. It's Art Deco, isn't it? It's an yeah. Art Deco sort of thing. And it's in black and white. It's in black and white. And, uh, of course, it, what we know is that the uh, in 1930s, it wasn't black and white. It was... It, it was still colour. Colour, but yeah. it was just the TV. But this starts in black and white. But just like The Wizard of Oz, it then turns yeah. and goes to technical. Well, yeah. Not technical, that was a product name, wasn't it? But yeah, it is weird how you just go, this was filmed in the 1930s, so it's black and white, but but so you can keep up, we'll change it to colour. <laughs> it was like, no, in the 1930s, they saw in colour. <laughs> that doesn't alter anything. So, but I was, I think, when I was a kid, I think there was a part of me that thought... You know when you lived in black and white? Yeah. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. hang on a minute. No, it can't be possible. Because I tell you what I do like, as particularly with uh, like erotic photos, but like uh, black and whites that have been colourised. Right. Like Marilyn oh, like, Monroe. Right. Well, the Andy Warhol thing. Well, no, I don't know. I mean, sort of like, no, not like pop art. Right. But where, which is like a, an em, uh, an exaggeration of colour. No, what I mean is colorization to go that this is how it w- may have looked. Oh. But they've used like colour grading. So oranges are a kind of a bit warmer. Right. Blues are a bit cooler and stuff. So it's it's really, but it's beautiful. And as I say, particularly in erotic photography, because you have this, it's already quite arty. And then you've got this really nice... So if you look at, like, vintage porn, there is one, there's a Tumblr account called Vintage Vag. <laughs> but actually... Probably show that <laughs> Yeah. But actually, they don't do themselves any credit Why? because it sounds quite, like, smutty. It does. It does. It isn't. It's actually really quite arty. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'll not convince my wife. Now then. Although... I say wife, she isn't obviously my wife. No, so, as long as we don't get nudes in this room whilst we're recording the podcast. Okay, so now, it is, who is it starring? I'll tell you who it's starring. It's starring none other than Telly Savalas. Oh, TV's Kojak. Kojak with his lollipop, yeah. but without his lollipop in this. Yeah, he's now, he's a big his... guy, isn't he? Yeah. Doesn't look like he should have been an actor ever. Like more of a boxer, pop, a, yeah, a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed when I used to watch Kojak by the fact that uh, he used to use an electric razor on his head. 
Ah, like one of those ones with three circular dials yeah, that, yeah. Uh, in yeah. fact, I haven't seen one of those for a while. I should use one of those. I've, I've got one, right? I should use one. And I used it on my head when I was bald. Yes, of course, because you've got to keep it neat. Yeah. Like mine's growing at different lengths because it's nature's done this. Yeah. <laughs> but, however, I could go and go, ooh. Yeah, well, I, I used to, and I used to, like, like, feel as though I were Telly Savalas doing it. <laughs> he, used to, he used to hold it in a quite cool way, and I used to feel like that, like I was in Kojak. So I, 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 it, it was one of the best things about being bald. Kojak is acting really quite Kojaky as well in yeah. this episode. I mean, you, you, they've just basically said, Telly, can you do what you do on the telly? Which would have been quite confusing. Which, yeah. Uh, and he's, he's getting a wash and smell in his hands. Isn't yeah, he? he's yes. a rich guy because everything he's doing is quite opulent. Yeah. Big, yeah. like, sort of like gold uh, plated taps. Uh, there's a massive, hideous green dragon. Which you can imagine is made out of pure emerald. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's. And, and so it looks like. Um, it looks like this is when you go further along the house. I should say that this isn't a standard house. This looks more like a penthouse suite, yeah. which I think is sort of revealed later on when you catch a sight of a woman yeah. who's sunbathing, not in the sun. Yeah, she's got a she's got a heat lamp. They used to have those, didn't they? That's it. That was one. That was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now they just have it so people can go outside of pubs and smoke. Oh, and keep heat, and keep warm. I, I yeah, quite barbecue. like them again at centre parks. You get them round Cafe Rouge. I don't know if you still do, but you used to. Yeah. Well, by the time this episode comes out, I'll have been to my first ever centre parks. Oh. So yeah, we're, we're going in October. Oh, we're going in a few weeks. Yeah. And also, he's uh, when he's having his breakfast. It's like in old Turin's, like he's at a hotel or something. Yeah, and for all uh, accounts, it looks like he's single. But we we've seen the woman who's there. Yeah. But yet he's eating breakfast on his own. He's getting ready on his own. He's walking around the house on his own, and yeah. that's um, emphasised in a minute because they meet up in the, her lounge room and yeah. have a bit of a spat with each other. And yeah. it looks like one of a series. And she asks him how he slept and stuff. So it seems as though they're in separate rooms. Uh, you, later on in the episode, you go into their bedroom, and there there are two beds. But but they could quite. Literally, be in separate bedrooms, yeah. as not just separate beds. Yeah. So, they they do have a bit of a spat, and uh, he reveals that uh, he thinks that they're both going to Europe, but she says she's not uh, going to Europe. She, yeah, she's going somewhere else, to Reno. To Reno. Which is the divorce capital of uh, America. Yeah. I mean, is that where she's going? She's going to sign the papers, yeah. sort of thing. Right. Mm. You can do that in America. Just go, I'll, I'm going to get well, divorced from you. I don't really know the full law on it, but I do know that there's a song, and the uh, the line in that one is, in Reno town, for a few dollars down, you can buy yourself a separation. So that's good. That's my that's where yeah. my knowledge of Reno as the divorce capital of America comes from. Because we all oh, the only songs that we really know what happens in is Amarillo, isn't it? Because that's that yeah. was the that's my uh, my granddad famously yeah, is absolutely yeah Tony Christie, my, who's my granddad. Uh, 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 not, I mean, it's not, not in fact that we're saying that. that no, I mean it's no, no, it's not official, no, but it's clearly what happened. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't really be appropriate for Mrs. Christie. Yeah. No. To suggest anybody. What had actually happened was that Tony Christie had an affair with my gran, and that that's and the know. the child was my dad. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's my granddad. Again, I have no knowledge of, of that, uh, nor I'm do, j- I, do I condone that <laughs> no. in any way. I mean, I could say it's pure guesswork, but it's like, imagine Columbo doing guesswork and that's how close we are. Right, I've I've gone my maths back. That's where it is. Tony Christie's my granddad. So anyway, we know what happens in Amarillo. We know what happens in Reno. But I just thought it was uh, because my comment on this was that this is clearly filmed in the UK. All right. Clearly, because it's using our cameras. It's using it's it's oh, clearly inside a yeah. set. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's like a play. It's, it's like a play. Like, yeah. So with that. I was thinking maybe they just needed to stick in an American-sounding name. So they, they've started off in New York in the, in the 1940s. And now they could, have, they could have picked anywhere, but Reno just sounds like a kind of a destination. So, But you're saying that actually probably the reason being is because... Yeah, yeah. So he now knows, oh, right, you're going to Reno for a divorce then. But yeah. that's not, you see, for me, you didn't know that. That's fallen on deaf ears, even though I wasn't deaf. Accessibility, you see. Right. But, yeah, but then she clarifies, really, saying she's had enough uh, and she wants a divorce. Now, at this point, Telly gets even more Kojaky because Kojak's um, phrase uh, was, who loves you, baby? That's right, yes. And he... Says here, let's face it, baby. Which ah uh, oh, nod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then she goes on to say she wants half of. And is it Britain Industries? I couldn't make Br- it. It's which heavy surname is. Yeah. So it's oh. Br- British. British. Yeah, it's what it what it actually is is Britain. Britain Industries. Yeah, yeah, but, but I heard the same. I was like, I can't quite catch it, but I know it's his surname. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, He's obviously not keen on that. And she sort of mentions... Well, it's 50%. Yeah. And 50 so that's, no, And, no and later on, you see, this is the other thing is as well, is that his, his apartment's amazing. Yeah. I, by the way, I would never live in that. I think it looks horrible. But well, it's meant to look riches, isn't it? I wouldn't mind if it didn't have that big green lion in it. don't like any of it. Yeah. But I would put up with it right. if... <laughs> I was in that situation, yeah. right? The point is that we later go into his office and it's the same. He's obviously a multi, multi-millionaire. Yeah. Probably a billionaire, actually. And it seems the way he's got his money is a bit murky. She refers a couple of times to him being a strike breaker. Liar, fraud, um, probably illegal behaviour anyway. But when, yeah. I say, when I say fraud, that was never said. But you, you're led to believe that actually there's she's got damning evidence... Yeah. about how he's conducted his affairs, which is no fucking good. Because what's happened is, in New York... Yoik. New York, some uh, property-type magnet has got himself a billionaire through shady dealings and has got all sorts of power now as a result of all these shady dealings. Yeah, that's which, it. Who would have thought something like that could happen? Yeah, who would have thunked it? But And that she, was New York as well, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. She goes on to say that... Uh, he has written letters to a girl called Anna, setting out his entire evil background. Ivana to Ivana. Well, I I, I wrote down Anna, but uh, as I'm looking at it now, it is in fact Anna. It's Anna. <laughs> <laughs> it's Anna Kleiber. I mean, it sounds a bit like Ivana, doesn't it? It does a bit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, and a bit at this point, I thought, well, why on earth would you do that? But I thought it's a bit like a Bond villain. Yeah, and also, letters were the way of 
telling people stuff yeah, in the old I days. I wouldn't write it down, though, would you? Why would you say, by the way, I broke the law? Yeah. I mean, by all means, say, oh, I'd love to kiss your minge, but, and, uh, but then <laughs> don't end it with, by the way, you know that fella I killed in the, in the 70s. <laughs> don't say it. It's not even the 70s, it's the 30s. Yeah, so, you know, that, you know that young kid I killed in the 20s? Yeah. Don't mention it. Yeah, For God's sake, burn these letters... But, yeah. but it did remind me, as I say, of what a Bond villain does. Because, for some reason, they always feel that. The need to do that. Remember course, that bit in uh, Austin Powers, which I was saying last week? Uh, they called it out. Yeah. He, I'm going, to, why would I sit with them in this... That They're clearly dead. I'm going to assume that they're dead. And now I'm going to... And he says, uh, drop the really slow descending platform and they're going into the mutated yeah, sea bass that's it? right yeah and it is one of those things where it's kind of like I'm going to reveal how I did it why and with what and of course none of this matters because you'll be dead you won't be able to tell the story yeah and of course Telly Savalas when he wasn't playing Kojak played a Bond villain he, he well he was uh, one of the uh, Blofelds. the Blofelds in yeah. I believe it was uh, Majesty's on in Majesty's Secret Service yeah with yeah. Uh, Lazenby George Lazenby which is a terrible Bond okay however well I'm only saying that because he only got asked to do one yeah. if he'd have done more maybe we could have put but there was a really really weird bit because Connery did some yeah Lazenby then did one. And then and then, and then Connery came back. Yeah, so what had happened was they're having a scrap on the beach at the beginning of Majesties and the girl runs off, but she's like Cinderella, she leaves her shoes. Yeah. And he doesn't get the Bond girl, right? So <laughs> Lazenby picks up the shoes and then he looks at the camera and goes, This didn't happen to the other guy. And it's like I wanna I wanna know how many walls were broken there. <laughs> there's, there's certainly the fourth, maybe the fifth or the sixth wall were broken to allow that. That's happened. Um, yeah, anyway. And John Alumni's in that, of course. Yeah, that's right. And Rig. Yeah. Um, love the, the lovely Rig. I once told my friend, I, I, I have a thing for Diana Rig. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I probably still do, but back then, you know. And my friend went, Ugh. And I went, What do you mean? Yeah. She's, she's gorgeous. You've seen her in the Avengers. He goes, I'm thinking of Miss Jones from Rising, Rising Damp. And he thought, because her name was, because his name was Rigsby, <laughs> that he just. Stupidly con- like connected that the wrong dot on the wrong page of even the wrong restaurant uh, free, you know the things that kids fill in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, you know that thing in restaurants where a kid gets well, to do a dot to dot. Yeah. That's way they're in the wrong. They, they were filling in that, got the wrong dots, went into Nando's, had to fill in that one, fill those wrongs in wrong too. So right, yeah. it's it's all come. <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, um, she's not happy. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Right. She's not happy. She doesn't want to be with him. He's not happy. Don't particularly want to be with her. But to get out of this divorce. He's sorry to get a divorce. He's got to give her fifty percent, yeah. or and she's going to basically hold him for ransom here because she's, she's got it. She's got damning information, and that's where we're up to. So then he's we cut to him going to see somebody. We don't know who it is. But it's like in a, a New York apartment building, isn't yeah, it? But a standard friend sort like of apartment his, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Anna, and. Uh, he, you know, explains all that's gone before about these letters. He calls her Lady of Leisure. Yeah, what's She that goes, mean? Joe! He goes, Lady of Leisure. A strange thing to say, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but if you, also, if you kind of like do an anagram of that, it's, uh, lol. 
Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's a little yeah. point forward, isn't yeah. it? Uh, she says she's still got the letters and she goes and gets a box out from under the kitchen sink, which obviously would be where you'd keep them. Yeah, be, um, and then Oh No music happens, uh, which it goes to learn. And it's the only music that happens in this bit and it indicates, oh no, the letters are not there. Uh, and of course they're not there because we already knew that because the wife has said that she's seen the letters and there's only one way she can see those and that's to have somehow got them. Yeah. So we're going to find out what happened in a minute. In but the first, meantime, we flash back to his office for to, some unknown reason to find out that somebody's waiting for him, and his secretary has a really convoluted discussion with him, <laughs> suggesting that because it's ten past, this man's late and he's sat there waiting. Yeah, so this could have waited, yeah, or not been in it at all, yeah, because it is just a man waiting in the office to speak to Joe, yeah, uh, Telly Savalas, right? Been dealt with later on, that, yeah, easily, uh, or again, not at all. Right now, next, back to I, Lol. Back to Anna's, yeah. And he says, so the lights went out, so they've already started their conversation. So yeah. they've obviously pinpointed exactly where these letters must have gone. Yeah. What's happened, Rob? An electrician's come in, and whilst the electrician's been there, she's had a phone call asking her to go for an interview at the DA's office. So what she's done is she's gone out, and she's just... Because left... she's a stenographer, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, have you seen those? Yeah. It seems, I mean, you must have done, because you were in the... Yeah, You're in the lawyer's not, room. But, but not those with How do you do that? Four keys How do you do that? I'd love to know. I mean, it must be easy. They probably don't do it now because they're taping. Da -da 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 yeah, I mean, they you just see it. How do they get it wrong? Keys, yeah, yeah. I'd hate to proofread one of them. Just with the four? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah. And it seems that what she, well, no, what she says she's done, therefore, is just left this electrician that she doesn't know in her flat. Now, I'm thinking, what, well, what did she say? Lock up when you've gone? Did she leave your keys? She's <laughs> yeah. not going to get back in. In New York in the 1930s as yeah. well. So now, the that is it. That is where the letters must have gone. Yeah. Uh, and then Telefile Savala says, you know what, and so I guess when you came back, the lights are all on, you bloody dumb broad. <laughs> um, less Yorkshire, but more... Broid. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even New York, wasn't it? New York, broad. Bro. Bro. It's hard to say, isn't it? Broad. Hey, you broad. broad. Hey, sweet tits, show me your letters. Broad. Broad. Anyway, <laughs> now Joe's going to his office. And, and now um, we see this other guy that was waiting there, which again, he could have just been waiting from this bit. That's it. That's, that's what it. I'm thinking. On his way to his office, I've written ponderous music for Joe. Yeah, he's thinking it. music later on. So, yeah, yeah, ponderous is good. And you know that he's thinking because he's rubbing his chin. Yeah, now, this, this is, like is nervous saying, music as well. This, last week, I was saying about in soaps, how they overact for stuff. Yeah. It's a bit like that. Yeah, it? and it's like Bodyball did. He looks at the sky. He the inner, the inner monologue that he has with himself it is very soapy. Right, yeah. I think you have to in in a few minutes to get a story across. You have to do it. You, you're you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's thinking, and uh, he decides to see this guy who's waiting for him. Turns out he's the fella that uh, Joe, or one of the many, I suspect, cheated out of uh, some money for an industrial plant. Yeah, in order is, to build his billionaire business in New York. He's diddled him. He's is sold him a false promise, and when he's taking control of the business, yeah. is he's actually taken control and got rid of it basically. And this other guy thought that he was still going to be general manager, and yeah. and he's lost his he's lost his career. His his wife's going to be out of pocket. She's got a bad health issue. So, so uh, Joe says it's his wife's fault. 
Yeah, you're starting to say that you're talking to the wrong person here. Yeah, it's, it's the wife. It's the wife to yeah. that, which uh, it got to be a bit of a. That's got to be a bit of a leap, and it. You yeah. wouldn't believe in that, would you? No, I mean not Telly Savalas. Anyway, at this point, uh, this this fella who's been diddled pulls a gun. Just uh, randomly threatens him with a with a gun, a really nice gun as well. Yeah, well, it's one of those with the silence from. They look cool, don't they? I mean, in my head, the silence would make this sort of sound. Yeah. I've never heard one. Never heard one, but I imagine that if the movies are anything to be believed, yeah. that would be it. Now, it, later on... We'll, quick. Yeah, later on, we'll hear this silencer in... Right, no, no, it's we'll describe... Like... Yeah, we can describe it as like a, well... Uh, sort of like a really shit mouse trap. I Clack. was thinking like, like an air rifle. Clack. It was yeah. And, and you see some <laughs> some really little sparks. <laughs> yeah, to indicate that a fire has uh, an explosion, explosion has, has happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, not that's, that's not now. So no gun has been fired, listeners. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and in fact, right. so the the threat the threat is on. Right. Yeah. Okay. He he basically explains to him. This is what I'm going to do, because... Which is, again, yeah, villain. Yeah, pointless. If you're going to do it, shoot him. Yeah, I'm, he goes, look, if you kill me, you've got nothing. He goes, ha-ha, think again, because what I'll do is I'll kill you, and I'll be on my way. And then I will Crash the car. career off the road, and because it won't have been suicide... Twice that means, as much. Twice yeah, the insure the insurance will pay out, and my wife will be sorted. It don't, I don't care yeah. if if I'm going down as a murderer. Yeah. Um, but he says, "Oh well, uh, you, it just seems really weird that you'd be you're killing the wrong person. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, and it doesn't solve anything. So why don't you kill my wife instead?" <laughs> and, at, and at this point, in a really sort of sort of oddly relaxed way, <laughs> he just grabs his face like. <laughs> And uh, pushes it away, and the, and within the other, in his other hand, is revealed that he's actually took the gun in that manoeuvre. Yeah, it's really bizarre. So imagine this, listeners, that you sat with your friend in the, like Starbucks or something like that. Yeah. Just place your hand on their face, push them away, pick up their coffee, and then just start drinking it. That's sort of what's happened here. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Joe's being cool, but that just looks a bit bizarre. It looks yeah. so stupid. Anyway, he starts laughing in his face. He goes, right, okay, come on. Let's cut to the chase. If you want to solve this, get rid of my wife. Well, again, this is a bit Bond villain. It, it, what he says is, my wife will be here. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Joe. And that reminded me of the stuff Linda saying, Mr Bond is becoming a nuisance. <laughs> There's a good Mitchell and Webb sketch about that, where he's doing that, and... Uh, David Mitchell saying, is this person becoming a nuisance? And Robert Webb saying, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so just, just tell me what you want. And <laughs> he say, well, he, he's now an embarrassment. <laughs> so it's like that. Uh, so he tells him his wife's movements, the inference being that uh, he wants to... You'll have a, you, there's a position, there's a point in time where you'll be able to... Shoot her, yeah, quite easily. So yeah. presumably he gives him the gun back, which is not a very good idea. <laughs> no, that's really a good point. But uh, he basically says she'll be alone by at midnight. Yeah, that's what she says. Yeah. So, so now then, in in this, what Telly Savalas is going on his cruise. Remember, yeah. on his on the ship, she's going to be packing for Reno. Yeah. So he's so. So Savalas is not going to be in the same place at the top, same time. So top alibi, isn't it? yeah, exactly. So oh, it's a great alibi. 
the only thing is, is can this guy go through with it or not? The, the, the title of the episode is called Completely Foolproof. I imagine he's going to be okay. Should be all yeah, right. Yeah, he should can't be fine, yeah. Anything, can't see anything going wrong. There you go. That's like what yeah. I say to my wife. And she's like, no, don't say <laughs> So <laughs> it, the, the, the meal, the f- kind of final meal happens between the husband and wife. They, they meet up uh, and agree. that okay, He goes, okay, I'll agree with your demands. Yeah, just, you can have 50%. And if that happens, then... Just don't tell anybody what's happening. Don't tell anybody that this is happening and burn the letters. Yeah. Right? You go off to Reno. You go off to Reno. We'll sort the divorce out. You get 50%. I'll go my separate way. Fantastic. We're all sorted. And then he looks too long at the camera. Um, (laughs) Or the camera stays too long on him. And it's almost like, well, yeah, we, we understand that this is sinister. Let's just get on with it. Right? So... Next is on the cruise, he, he which is, is not a, obviously a cruise. It is a, a studio in London somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like a he's got a little porthole into his cabin, and he's got black tie on. Yeah, and he's also they did have in the 30s. It would have happened. That's how you walked around. And also, uh, his room sort of backs out onto a like a balcony area. Yeah, like a walkway. Yeah, it's, it's, it? yeah. It, I thought it was his private balcony, but it isn't. It's, I don't think so. No, no it's. I think it's a, a gangway. Yeah, that's right. And and well, he leaves his door open. Which I wouldn't have expected that. Because yeah. he's in first class. It, it, that's right, yeah. I would have expected he'd have like his a own bit. With his sea out. Uh, so. That's right, yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes on boats, they don't have any windows at all, do they? They have like inside cabins. Well, yeah. What's the point of that? Well, it seems a bit weird, but uh, I guess the more you pay, the better room you get. Yeah. So, but who would want to go on a cruise and not even have a window? Well, maybe I don't know, like maybe an act, maybe the act, maybe the dancers, maybe Tony Christie. He, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, um, right, so right, so he's on the ship, yes. Now it's we're there are a cutting back and forwards between her and him, her and him, so we'll try and keep and up. Clocks. And yeah, so what we think is that at 12 o'clock midnight, she's, she's gonna get yeah. killed. Now, I think, I couldn't really tell, but isn't it something like 10 to 11 when he looks at the clock to start with? Uh, something like that, yeah. But then he falls asleep. Yeah. And there's some really shaky camera work. I yeah. thought it was indicating that somebody was coming into the room. Well, I thought it was indicating we were on a boat, but there's a sound effect to go with it. Right. And that sound effect jumps into the radio. Right. Which is the radio telling him that, the one, the time and a little bit of news from where they are in the world, I guess. Yeah, because it's 11.15. Yeah, 11.15. So it's a little bit later on. Uh, now, uh, he checks the, he checks the time and then uh, the girl from, we go back to her house or to, to see the wife and there's a knock on the door. She's packing, remember? Yeah. And she looks at the time also. It's half past 11 now. It's half past 11, yeah. But there's a knock on the door. So, so who's thinking, this? We're thinking killer. This is the killer. She's got a lock at a chain on the door. Yeah. So Goes she's safe. Door, opens it and it's Anna. It's Lol. It's Lol. Uh, also known as the Brad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she comes in and uh, the music emphasises, I think, that the woman's not put the... Uh, the lock back on. Back on the door. We, um, that is backed up by the fact that she hasn't put the lock back on the door, and we see that. Now, I've said here, allows allows her entry. Ooh. Um, as if she was like a, you know, you, unless you're a vampire, she's been invited in. Yeah. So it's a, I'm, you know, I'm not sure about that. About that if the, vampires... About, you know, if, if you... I mean, it's like, If a vampire is allowed into your house, it is allowed to cause all sorts of damage. Yeah, I mean, I know that's true with bailiffs, but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and the TV licence people... <laughs> 
Yeah, a TV license poo person showed up at the door. Well, it's been the first time that's ha- that's happened since. Um, I didn't know they're still. Well, exactly. It took me by surprise, actually. But I was a student. Oh, it's not now then. No, one happened recently. Oh, yeah. But the last time that it happened was I was a student, and I was living in. Um, I was living in a with a you know oh, flat share. No, not in floors. In halls. I was in a uh, flat share situation. Mm-hmm. So we were in a house, uh, but we'd. Uh, we got to the point where we knew we hadn't got a license, but it was like getting late on in the day now. So we started leaving a, a mattress by the door <laughs> so nobody could get in. We never answered the door. Yeah, we used to go out in and out through the back door. So anyway, that's a, but anyway, that was the last time this happened. Now, now I'm a you know law-abiding citizen, yeah. and 40 years old, and somebody turns up at your door saying you don't you haven't paid your. Well, part of me. And you've got quite a few TVs, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, the the problem I have with this is that I know we do pay. Yeah. But the second problem is that I have with it is somebody telling me that I needed to pay, and I went into defensive mode, right. and I wanted to start arguing the fact that I didn't need to pay because I don't watch BBC. <laughs> Which doesn't make any difference. It 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 does if you can prove that you don't watch live TV. Right. So BBC is part of that, yeah. right? Now, I'm not sure but, whether that's changed. Yeah, no. If you, it used to be all right if you watched it on the iPod player, but I think that's right. Yeah, it could have changed, but at this point, I'm convinced now that he's yeah. telling me off and, I, and he's got it wrong. Yeah. Well, in the end, he just got the wrong address, so that's okay. We're all sorted. But anyway, that's that story over. Yeah, <laughs> and would urge our listeners not to rely on the fact that they're not watching live TV and therefore not get a license. Yeah, I think there's still something in it, though, Rob. I think I think there's still something in it. Right, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> so her door is off the latch. We've yeah, said that, haven't we? Joe's. We're back on the ship with Joe, and he uh, looks at the phone. And it's and I saw you. I saw you look at this to see what what was written on the phone. I thought. No, nope. I do this every now and then right. at the milestones. So I get to eighteen, seventeen, sixteen minutes, oh, yeah. and I'm just checking the time because we're in that kind of the last part of the the third act. Well, he's in cabin sixty-eight because I, I looked because I saw I thought I saw you looking. And it's eighteen minutes gone. So right. so there is only seven minutes to go. So whatever's going to happen is in the last. We're in the last crux of the throws. We've got to be facing the twist. Yes. Uh, then we're back at. Uh, oh, this is pacing nervous music. Whisks off his bow tie as well. Right. So it's serious now. Then we're back to his flat, and Anna's telling his wife that uh, it's over between her and She's Joe. She's actually apologising for the affair. Yeah. It was wrong. Sorry about that. Can I have your letters back? Can we sort these letters out? That's all I've got of him. not likely to work, no. is it? No, because that is, remember, the wife's sort of cash cow, really. Yeah. That's a, that's a means for escape. Yeah, never yeah. can happen, that. No. Anyway, whilst all that's happening... Well, she's having this conversation. We can see they're having a conversation but in the kitchen, I think. Yeah, it's certainly not in the hallway. Yeah, because in the hallway, the door opens and in comes the killer. The man, the man with the gun. Yeah. And The uh, gunman guy. The gun, gun guy. And uh, she is um, telling Anne she's wasted her time. There's no deal. You're not getting your letters. And she, You can rack off, bouncer. Now, I'm thinking at this time that what's going to happen is killer man's going to go in and shoot the wrong person. Shoot the wrong person. That's exactly what that I thought. Would be, that would be quite a good twist. What a twist. It, it was, where they went with that, I'm not sure. But yeah, a twist seems certainly on the cards there. Yeah, right. yeah. But no. No, she, she actually gets, gets out scot-free. Out, doesn't she? So I'm thinking, oh, it's not that then. Gun guy, though, follows the wife 
up the stairs unbeknownst to her. Yeah, and it was at this point that I commented to you that he actually does look like Den Elmendor, who you Which, were talking about last, last week. week. That the name is just one of those names that you can attach to a movie and sound like you're really clever. Yeah, but this guy, he does look a bit like him, doesn't he? Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a look of him. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so we're back to the, the yeah. So he's gone up. He's gone upstairs. The wife has gone into the bedroom. Uh, it's organ music, at and it's time, organ music. It? Yeah. Now, when I say organ music, it's you don't not mean uh, that man, Klaus Wunderlich. Klaus Wunderlich. Yeah, I mean like pipe organ. Yeah, that's know. right. <laughs> my granny, my granny used to listen to Klaus. Klaus, Wunderlich. yeah, my granddad did. On a Sunday. Not uh, Tony Christie. My, my other granddad, yeah. and she'd be, she'd play she'd have that playing, and she'd also listen to James Last make the party last and stuff like that. Well, <laughs> my granddad just the reason I'm laughing is because I've just remembered this. My granddad asked me if I liked synth music, and of course, back in the eighties, and we're going, yeah, fucking Axel F. Of course, I like synth music, and they put on synthesizer music rather than, you know, Wonderlick. Oh. Because they and they, did, he, did, well, did he put a Wonderlick? Yeah, it was Wonderlick. It wasn't even synthesizer music. Oh, it was no. just a keyboard. Terrible. So I mean, I, I was sold a duffer there, wasn't I? <laughs> sold a duffer. Take it to auction. Right now we're back at his place. Is on the ship. Yeah. E is now picks up the phone. Dials gets through to the operator on board and says, "I want to make a ship to shore telephone call." Yeah, because it's coming up to twelve o'clock. Yeah. So he. So what is he doing then? Is he checking to see? That it's gonna about to happen? Is he checking to see if it's happened already? Because uh, I'm thinking, it's why not, would he not do it? Good idea, because this is going to be recorded. Yeah, why would he want to be making a phone call around the scene of the crime? Unless he's wanting to hear a shot or something. But then he's going to face the thing: why didn't you do anything about it? Because it will be recorded. Yeah, that call was made at that time. Yeah, and, and you know, and then yeah. So, well, back to her. The yeah. phone rings. She. Oh yeah. First of all. The door opens in the background. Yeah, and you see that in the middle, but <laughs> yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't see it. And then the phone rings, so she starts to get up. The door then shuts. Yeah. She answers the phone. And Joe, I think Joe's a bit surprised to hear. I think oh, he, yeah. He's, he's oh, thinking yeah. that she might have been shot by this time. Now, she, for the first time, actually looks surprised that it's Joe on the phone. <laughs> so what's happening there? And he's got to come up with some reason for why he's ringing her. He's got to, yeah, and then... She's going to say, oh, I'm a bit uh, weirded out because I've only just woke up and I didn't expect you to be ringing. Which is not true. No, it wasn't. She wasn't doing anything of the sort. Anyway, she turns around. Deno Elliott's coming. Stands there for too long. Yeah, but then shoots her with... With a click of a... Click. Right, and she dies shocked. And instantly. Yeah, instantly with a shocked face that doesn't... That obviously, rigor mortis has already set in. No blood. No blood, no. <laughs> and then, uh, well, remember, Telly Savalis is still on still the other phone, end on the it? phone. Yeah. So he laughs, puts the phone down, and he starts kind of pacing around, looking at a whiskey bottle and, <laughs> check, and saying, it's done. Yeah, I mean... Anyway. Well, well he well, seems really happy now. He seems like he's tied up all his loose ends. Yeah, he really seems to be enjoying looking. Yeah, the only thing is, he still doesn't know where these letters are. I mean, she, what, he's, what she said was they're in a safety deposit box, yeah. but that means he has no control over that because presumably she had something to do with it. But there wasn't revealed, so he might not be out of the no might not be out of the woods yet. Usually, what happens in these films and that is that there's a stipulation that if they die an unusual death. <laughs> Then something's got to be done with them, not there? Yeah. Well, let's see what the stipulation may be. 
Well, a man comes in to reveal the stipulation, which looks <laughs> like a gun, because he is uh, he has been hired by the wife. Yeah. Now he's already clocked on that she's she'd asked for ten thousand pounds or dollars, and he's worked it out. Actually, that must have been for this hitman. Sort of insult to injury. Yeah. Then, so he it's, says it's his own money. That's right. Yeah. So he says, "Look, I'll pay you double." Yeah. And yeah. she he goes, "I'm already been paid." Yeah. Too late. She paid up front, and then. Another click of a mouse trap. A little um, spark, a little pink spark. It, it looks like the same gun, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really did look like the same gun. Uh, I'm not a guns yeah. expert. But then he puts it into a newspaper of whence it came. Yeah. Um, which looked, I mean, looks like shit because he, although he's putting it back in the newspaper, it's not a holster. He could have just like wrapped it around, but no, he slides it in as if that's where yeah. it lives. Yeah, I it, mean, I'd be throwing it out of Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Not Telly Savalas as Paul, though, because he'd just go on gangway, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you got to go out onto the ba- the balcony thing. Yeah. Well, we get we do get a scene now of the two people who have died. Yeah, because he, he also dies instantly. He dies instantly, reaching no out. Yeah, yeah, no blood. And so we know that now two people have died. Yeah. And um, now we get a scene of... The, this is the body ball. The, well, yeah. First of all, we get a scene of the empty apartment or the quiet apartment. Now she's dead, and then the uh, the uh, the cabin, yeah. which starts then in the cabin, then goes out onto the balcony, and then you see then the sea. And it's midnight, but that sea's sort of blue and lit. Isn't yeah, it? and are we to establish that midnight is in both places at the same time? Unless he's going. Like south from Amer- from New York, which there wouldn't have been. He'd be in surely either a in the Atlantic, yeah, which must have been because he's because he's in New York, yeah, and he's going to. Of course, he's in New, yeah, yeah. So the time wouldn't have been the same. Anyway, that's it. Swing both, music. They're both dead, and we get the body part scene. It's done. Yeah, and swing then, music. So I felt a little bit dissatisfied with this absolutely my my word to you was shite because <laughs> it was it was like it's another one where who who cares actually right you've you've both tried to shoot each other you've both won what's i i at least want to see the evil person win like one person yeah it just didn't feel like there was anything of substance there no if it had been the case like we said that anna had been shot and then telly Savalas had realized what he'd done and then perhaps throw himself over the rails or something like Yeah, that. in the meantime, the wife gets shot, so nobody wins. I mean, that's what happens. That, that is the twist yeah. in it, nobody wins. Yeah. But it just feels, like you say, just unsatisfactory. Yeah, he's and, cheated on the twist. And actually, it, the problem doesn't start at the ending. It starts up halfway through when you meet Anna for the first time. Right. Because their relationship, he doesn't look like he's actually into her. Looks like... Their time's come to an end, so yeah. you don't you don't even feel like you want uh, uh, to get those letters to begin with. Yeah, there's nothing there no. that makes you go, "Oh, I hope the win, I hope the win." Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, I think we're at a bit of a low point in this series. The last two have been rotters. Yeah. So what's I mean, on? Let's tell you what. Look, are we done? Have we discussed this enough now at length? I reckon because next week we've got uh, there's one born every minute. Oh, is that that one about the midwives in uh, St James's Hospital in? Uh, Liverpool. Uh, no. no, no, that's no, more of a recent program, yeah. right? Okay. This one's about Arthur and Margaret Pearson, who live a quiet middle-aged life. But when Margaret inherits some money, Arthur decides to invest it in a property scheme, and this is the turning point in their relationship. Right, I instantly like this. 
I like the sound of this one. It sounds like those early 80s ones again. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Really does. It sounds a bit like that one where the man tried to kill the people with orchids. Uh, oysters. Orchids. Oh, yeah, I know which one you mean, yeah. yeah but he didn't. In the, in the bath. In the bath, yeah. He, he hit yeah, her on the head, didn't he? He bonked her on head and then sawed her up. Yeah, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, well, that uh, has got Frank Finley in it, who uh, was a big star at that time. Uh, right. It's got Derek Geiler in it, who uh, wasn't a big star, <laughs> but was sort of famous. But, uh, yeah, Frank Finley played Casanova. Oh, in the Casanova show. Yeah, and uh, he also was in Bouquet of Barbed Wire, which uh, is uh, was big at the time. And Susan Penhaligon was in that. She's in one of these later oh, right. on. Right, yeah, nice. Yeah, well, we we did say it's around that time that they were all getting involved. And yeah. let's just remind: whereabouts are we in the years? When was that broadcast? That was broadcast eighty-one. Yeah. So we're still really early eighties. Yeah. We need to get out of this low point of porn. And get into the high-class video porn. Well, I think uh, certainly it, it picks up at the end, this series, I think. Uh, well, there's one called uh, Hijack, which is... I That's think, the final episode of... Yeah, yeah. and I think, I, I think it ends well. Yeah. But uh, we've got, at some point later on, a really improbable series. <laughs> which is the, Wasn't that the mainly American one? I don't is, know, there's only four. There's only four yeah, that's right, yeah. It's a weird... Was it nine or four... It was a really, it's like series eight. That's it. Yeah. There you go, series eight. eight. Yeah. There are four. What's that about? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll, anyway, we'll find out. We'll, we, yeah, we're going to find out. Yeah, so, right. Okay. Well, that's that done. We will uh, wrap it up now. Title, roll credits. Blah, 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 See you blah. next week. See you next week for uh, Till Death Do Us Part. What is it called? It's not called Till Death Do Us Part, is it? No, it's, it's called... sort of something. It has words in it, in, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just not those ones. Yeah, that, different that, words. That's the thing. Different words. I it's, got it wrong. Uh... So it's called Rest in Pieces. <laughs> What's it called? It's called... That's the way I, I like it. There's one born every There's minute. one born every minute. Right. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. The tales of the old despair.